Welcome to Egress Moshe A to Z. Each week, we will look at three Chuvot of Moshe Feinstein, going through the alphabet, focusing on a different theme each week. This week, we are going to be doing the letter A and looking at Chuvot relating to America. The Chuvot we're going to look at for this episode is from Choshen Mishpat Bet, um, and it's Chuvot 29. It's not dated, and it's on the fascinating topic of, is it permissible for Torah institutions to lie about their number of students or to otherwise use their influence to get more money from the federal government than they should be getting because of uh, the size of their institutions? Fascinating about this Cuba, first of all, is that it is almost completely devoid of any technical argumentation. Citations of Gemara, analysis of technical halachic issues will Reflect on why in a minute, but we should note that this m reads more like a letter than like a cuva. Um, and laying out certain attitudes about how we should be thinking about America, how we should be thinking about the issue vote, what we're representing, and so on. And the first part that is significant in terms of what Rav Moshe's approach to America is, is that he says th this is not czarist Russia. This is not Soviet Russia. This is not the paradigm that Jews have been used to for, you know, 2,000 years of exile in which the government is out to oppress you uh, the, and it's somehow a mitzvah to try to figure out how to cheat the government or how to avoid certain responsibilities. I'm not saying that this is how Jews operated in general, but certainly in certain times, uh, there was a reality to the fact that the government was out there to um, certainly tolerate oppression of Jews and so on, and Jews, in order to just get by, had to find ways to maneuver within the system. And Rav Moshe came to America escaping Soviet Russia when it was impossible to sustain a Jewish life um, in Russia. And he comes to America, and America is like the diametric opposite of that. Uh, here, there's freedom of religion. Not only is there freedom of religion, Rav Moshe points out in the first paragraph, that's what's amazing is that the government is making federal funds available to support education in general, but all educational institutions, including religious ones. So this is, you know, this is radically different. Also, this is post the Holocaust, and Rav Moshe says America has been a haven for us in terms of being able to you know, those who escaped from the Holocaust um, and were able to come to America, and that we are starting to build yeshivot here in America and to try to recapture some of what was lost. When Rav Moshe first came to America, the, the, there were very few yeshivot. In his lifetime, he really saw the explosion of yeshivot. So the first part is to just say, we have to appreciate what America is, and we have to know that we don't relate to it the way we've related to other secular governments. Uh, the key line here is, he says, like that is his basic definition of America. This uh, government of kindness, its entire purpose is its entire purpose is, you know, what do we say in the Constitution, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The government wants everybody, all of its citizens, to be this cares for the welfare and the betterment of all of its citizens. And as a result, what does that do for us? It means that we have to, number one, appreciate everything that we've received. Um, and therefore, the first sort of immediate religious value is hakaras hatov, right? We have to recognize that. And we also have to reciprocate, right? Our relationship has to be one of mutual respect and reciprocity. It's not, again, one of sort of, you know, trying to scheme and, and work the system. 
And therefore he says, Vadai, he says, Everybody clearly, the heads of the yeshiva, the students clearly recognizes the good. The key word there is hakarat hatov. Now, of course, there's a subtext here, which there is through a lot of this tshuva, because you don't have to say all of this if it's already true and it's already obvious. He's saying it because, sadly, that's not always the case. Um, and some people are still working with the old paradigm and don't fully appreciate the blessings of America. But rather than openly criticize, he is saying that this is, of course, true, and of course it would be unthinkable that anybody would think otherwise. So now we turn to the actual argument itself. Okay, there's Hakar Satov. Still, are we allowed to cheat? Now, obviously, that should have been answered. If there's Hakar Satov, then basic morality calls upon us. But again, people working with an old paradigm might think, you know, all Goyim are Rishayim, or it's all for the sake of Talmud Torah, everything is permissible. So Rav Moshe now gets into more, why is it forbidden? But here we see what's, again, fascinating, no technical discussion. And here, here's some lines of what he says. We are certainly commanded by God, not halacha, commanded by God, that of course we're commanded not to take more than is coming to us. Really? Where are we commanded to that? So then he goes on. He says, first of all, it's an, it's an Isser Gezel and other big Isurim, like telling lies and uh, deceiving people, etc. Now, why is he not entering into technical discussions? Because if you enter into technical discussions, anybody in Yeshiva knows, wait, the first question is, do those prohibitions apply to non-Jews as well, right? And maybe in some degree they do, and in some degree they don't, and maybe there are certain circumstances where they don't apply, and we could say this falls into those circumstances. But Rav Moshe does not want to engage in all of that. He wants to hold the conversation completely on you know, the values level and the morality level and the sense about the basic living a life according to Torah, a, a, a yasher life, is one in which you don't engage in this type of activity. Um, now, he recognizes that some people will read this and dismiss it because he hasn't made the technical argument. And some people aren't persuaded by this argument to morality, even a morality that is sourced in the Torah. And therefore, Rav Moshe has to, has to give other reasons which are more secondary but hopefully will speak to people that don't, can't relate to the first ones. And he says, look, there's a big problem of Chil Hashem. This stuff is going to get known, and it's going to be a tremendous disgrace for what Torah represents, you, what the statement you are making to the larger world about you know, what is a Rosh Yeshiva, what's a Rav, what's the Torah about. And he even goes so far to say it's almost like you're going to make people are the Rodeth, like running after, you're going to encourage anti-Semitism, or particularly anti-Semitism directed towards Orthodox Jews who represent the Torah and what that's about. So hopefully if somebody can't be persuaded by the moral argument, they could be persuaded by the pragmatic one. And now Rav Moshe has, in passing, a line that recognizes how people will try to rationalize it. Because again, they'll say, well, you know, A, everybody always says, eh, nobody's going to find out. So people don't buy the Chil Hashem argument if they don't want to. And B, it's not just self-enrichment. I'm doing it for the sake of serving God. I'm doing it for the sake of Talmud Torah. So Rav Moshe here relates to the idea of mitzvah ba'be'avera, again, without any technical discussion. And then he says, there is no horat heter. That's the key phrase is mora heter. Mora heter is when you're doing something forbidden and you, can, and you tell yourself that it's permissible, when you rationalize forbidden behavior. And he says, there is no way you can do this. Do not try to rationalize it. The final points that Rav Moshe makes has to do with 
how yeshivot and yeshiva students should see themselves also vis-a-vis America, as he opened up with, but here in a slightly different way. First of all, he says, what are yeshivot about? Of course, the simple answer, what are yeshivot about, is we would say it's about, you know, being big Talmidei Chachamim, knowing all of Shas, knowing all of Poskim. Uh, but Rav Moshe says something that you would not expect from a classic, you know, major Posek to say. In this context, he says, what is the goal of all the learning? Like, what is the point of everything that you are learning? Liyot yirei Hashem be'emet. Ultimately, the point of the learning is to leave to a life of fearing God, a pious life, and specifically, specifically when it comes to financial matters where there's always a big Yetzirah. So here he is basically saying, don't just tell me it's all for the sake of Talmud Torah. The Talmud Torah is... If, if Torah Torah is not about making people live more righteous lives and religious lives, doesn't matter Jews or non-Jews, then what is really the point of it? Um, and he ends by saying about what does it mean to, again, be living in America? And here he shifts it in an interesting way, because not only should we appreciate what it is, we could sort of appreciate and be guests, appreciate being the beneficiaries, appreciate what our Torah is about, what the implications will be if we act in certain ways. But here he talks about owning that identity, and he says the following. He says that Tamide Yeshiva should be, he says, if we live an upright life, it'll be bracha gam lahamedinah, if we live our lives in this upright way, first of all, we'll be contributing to, to, to America, to the country, to see that part of your role is to contribute to the well-being of the country, the broader country, not just the Jewish community, is owning a new identity as an American citizen. And then he says, Kasher mefursam l'chol asher yeshivot, the students in Yishimot, heim hamuvcharim baruch Hashem mehazrachim b'midotehem, they are the outstanding model citizens in terms of their character traits, in terms of their deeds. We have to live lives of upstanding and model citizens. So the big shift here is not just we have to be honest and live a life of morality and have gratitude. We have to see ourselves as American citizens and what that role means and what the responsibilities are that come with them. So in my mind, this tshuva is probably the most powerful that expresses Rav Moshe's way of looking at America and the significant paradigm shift from how the Jewish community in the past has looked at uh, the government and the country in which they lived. Igros Moshe A to Z with Rabbi Dov Linzer is brought to you by Yeshiva Chove Torah. Each week we'll be releasing three episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday following a theme from A to Z. This week's theme is A for America.